It is Well Talk Monday, and I'm excited that you decided to tune in and meet me at the well, the well, the well. What am I going to talk about? And God again said, ask the people. The well, the well. I want to see y'all win. I want to see y'all well. God is going to use this platform and this space to address different things that our culture needs a fresh, godly answer about. The well, the well, the well. Welcome to the well, y'all. It is Well Talk Monday. Um, Thank you so much for joining. I am so excited to share with you guys this morning. Welcome to all of our new listeners. Please make sure that you guys are subscribing to the podcast so that you won't miss any new episodes. Um, I hope that you guys are doing well and staying warm. It's so cold outside, and so I'm staying in the house. I love being cooped up in the house uh, with my nice electric blanket, just doing nothing. (laughs) Um, Anyway, we're going to jump right in to our content today. Um, Listen, we are in a new series called It's a Vibe, and the feedback that we have been receiving has definitely confirmed to us that this content is needed and that it's what people are craving for in this season. And so I think everyone wants to do better. Um, But not everyone will achieve better because either they don't know how to get there or they don't want to do the work that it takes to get there, to get to better. And so the whole ideology behind the It's a Vibe series is to just help you um, gain practical steps to whatever your better is. Nobody can define better for you. And so throughout the month of January, I will be pushing you to evaluate important areas of your life and challenging you to put into action very practical steps towards becoming coming better. And so I titled this series, It's a Vibe, because when you experience a vibe, you experience intentionality, whether you realize it or not. So like to create an atmosphere that people want to be in, you have to have certain things. You have to have a nice venue, good music, good food, make sure you invite the right people. Like you have to be very intentional and mindful about what it's going to take to create a good space. So it is with your life. You got to be mindful and intentional about who you are allowing in your space. Um, The words you're declaring over yourself, you got to be intentional about it. Your family, you know, you got to be intentional about what you declare over them and speak over them. And so, you know, so much more. And so this series is designed to motivate you to create a vibe for your year and to watch God blow your mind. And so your vibe this year might be solely about you. You know, it might be about learning about who you are as a woman and how to love you before someone else loves you. Now, that is a whole vibe by itself, okay? (laughs) Like, your vibe, it might be grinding out this year, you know? It might be building the vision that God showed you for your business or for your life. And so, whatever it is, it's time to get focused and it's time to vibe out. So, last week, we focused on identifying your vibe and praying about strategies for your year. And so this week, we're going to focus on discipline and discipleship. Now, when you ask people what they want to accomplish in the new year, typically the responses are very generic. Most people want to lose weight, work out, eat better, save a little bit of money, go back to church, you know, the normal. Um, But this week, though, I want to challenge all of us to level up in our relationship with Christ. Like no matter if you grew up in church 
and are not already connected or if you've never stepped foot in a church, no matter what end of the spectrum you find yourself on, when it comes to this challenge, we are all on the same playing field. I'm not asking you to do more than someone else. All I'm challenging you to do is to go deeper. Wherever you are, go deeper. Figure out where you are in your walk with God and simply go harder. Simply go deeper. Simply be more intentional about your relationship with him. This is a request that puts us on the same playing field. So it doesn't matter what you've done before this moment. I'm challenging you to go deeper. I want you to really evaluate your relationship with God. Like, I'm not telling you you got to focus on going to church. Like, that's very important. But if you aren't careful, you will do church and not relationship. So doing church yet, you know, doing church and, and yet not having relationship with God is counteractive. Like, that's that's like going on a date once a week with a man that you don't talk to at all during the rest of the week. <laughs> You're not building nothing. Like, you aren't growing. Y'all aren't growing. Y'all just two people showing up at the same building once a week to cultivate like nothing, right? So don't let your relationship with God be like that. Find a church home, but then do the work to cultivate a relationship outside of church. Church is for us to gather corporately as a body of believers. And despite what people say, you need that. Like, time, it's time out for, oh, I'm going to just do church at home. Like, no, 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 no. You need to be in a community where you can lean on others when you're feeling weak and where you can have people around you who are like-minded, who challenge you to grow and who hold you accountable. Church is needed. Let's be clear. And just as important, though, as gathering corporately is communing privately. Ask yourself, what is being cultivated? What am I building with God? Like, we try to build with every other man. Right. We open up our lives to every other man. But when it comes to God, we give him three minutes in the morning while we pray over our cereal. (laughs) And then we wonder why we leave unfulfilled and why we don't feel purposeful or why things aren't working out the way that we envision them to. That's because the only man who can really fulfill our needs is the very man who you're throwing to the side. And so in this season, don't let the church building fill your void. Don't let your husband or your significant other fill your voice. How about you create intimacy with Jesus and you take it all to him? So yesterday morning as I was getting dressed, God was really speaking to me about prayer and intimacy and how I had gotten comfortable where I was. See, before you can teach a topic, you got to be like the student. (laughs) So I had to walk through this with God first. And so he talked to me about the frequency in which I prayed. And so, however, he said to me that there was some more in the deep for me. There was more out there for me. And so that the only way that I could touch people and they be healed, the only way that I could talk to women and gain instant insight into their situations and wisdom on how to walk through their stories was if I beefed up my prayer life. And so he lit a new desire to take everything to him in prayer and to war over that thing. And so yesterday he called me out to fight, but not with my hands. He called me out to war in prayer. And he taught me how to use my mouth as a weapon. And he reminded me that I had that tool. And so I believe that what God showed me is an indication of what he's trying to tell you as well. God is calling us to a posture of prayer like never before. Like your life is not going to even scratch the surface of what he has for you if you do not go deeper in prayer. And I know you're probably saying, Nisha, you said we need to grow in our relationship with God, not pray. (laughs) But let me ask you this. How do you grow in a relationship with a man? 
Like without sex, take sex off the table. How do you become intimate? Exactly. You talk. You communicate. You tell secrets to each other. You swap stories of lessons and mistakes and victories. That's what God is asking us to do. He wants intimacy with you this year. Deeper intimacy. Conversations on another level. Like he wants everything you face to be funneled through him. He wants you to journal and to open up your mouth and declare his goodness in your life. He wants you not to be depressed when tough times come, but to declare that he is exalted and the enemy defeated over every area of your life. And then he wants you to get quiet enough for him to speak back to you, to tell you what he needs you to know, right? To wrap truth around your heart and to give you strategy and wisdom. I feel this thing so strong, y'all. Like you want to see God's face and you want to see his glory manifested in your life this year, then you better pray. Like that is the secret ingredient. And I'm not talking about now you lay me down to sleep, pray my Lord, my soul to keep. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you better pray. Like you better tell God how you feel. And you better open yourself up to, to him telling you what you need to do. Pray not knowing or, or not not knowing, but pray knowing rather that not only will he listen, but he'll answer. Like pray with the authority that he has given, knowing that whatever you speak, you shall have it. And whatever he's spoken over you, it shall come to pass. Pray with that assurance. I want to help you on a practical level to be very strategic with your prayers. Here's why. The enemy is very strategic. Like he doesn't do anything new. However, he is very calculated. And so while I do believe that prayer is a weapon and that we should also use it in a very calculated and strategic way. And so today I'm going to share with you how I pray and what I use. And prayerfully, you take whatever you need to apply to your life. Remember, there will be a social media challenge along with this episode. So you're going to have a visual as well as this episode to kind of help guide you along the way. So all you need to do is get a binder or a notebook. And so you can get as fancy as you want, or you can be basic if you want to, basic Betty. Um, But remember, be strategic. So strategy, being strategic, okay? Every day of the week, you're going to assign an area of your life to that day. So for instance, every Sunday, I pray for vision, I pray for rest. For just rejuvenation and just wisdom for the week ahead. Like I just open myself up to say, okay, God, even on a higher level, what are you saying to me this week? What am I going to face? You know what I mean? Like, what do I need to be equipped with so that I can be ready, right? And I also cover my pastors and I pray for my church family and just the vision of our house um, on Sundays. On Mondays, I cover my son. So I write down in my journal victories that I've seen him accomplish, right? Um, Or maybe behaviors that I see developing that I'm just not putting up with. (laughs) So like before I put my hands on them, God, you put your hands on them. Okay, amen. Um, And so I, I write those things down. So one day of the week. I pray for my women who I'm coaching, like who I'm doing one-on-one coaching for, you know, and so forth and so on. And so you get it? So you add your, you can add anything. You can add your finances. You can add a day that you cover your husband. Like, y'all, you are not just a cute wife. You are a praying wife. You have so much to offer. And so you need to make sure you're praying for your husband. If you don't have a husband, pray for your future marriage. Like, we ain't no punk wives. We're not just cute wives. We are wives who pray. We will be wives who pray. And you have to know what you bring to the table, right? And you shake up and you go to war with anything threatening to go to war with your husband or your kids. 
straight up. Like, and now I'm going to calm down. Because <laughs> we're going to talk about that next month in our relationship series. <laughs> anyway, you pick a day and you add an area of your life to it, okay? So you can add multiple areas to a day. So maybe on Wednesdays, you pray for your finances and your business. Um, you pick and just also know that in different seasons, your topics may change. So you may have to go back and kind of revisit, you know, what you've added to each day because things will change and your life shifts, you know, and so that's okay. So you do that. Um, make sure you write out on your prayer points or make sure you write out your prayer points rather. Um, you don't have to write out all of your prayers unless you want to. So you can or just write out different prayer points that you want to hit. Because even if you pray verbally along with journaling, you want to be able to look back on your prayers and look back at what God has answered. So you want to record the promises and you want to record the blessings that he's giving you. Also, make sure that you're implementing some kind of devotional. So I do Thirsty 30 during the weekday because, you know, we'll push for time. So I do 10 minutes of prayer, 10 minutes of reading, 10 minutes of worship. And so if you have children, try to get your mind right before you even wake them up. You know, get your downloads for, from God when it, when it's quiet, when you can be uninterrupted, just you and God. And so get you a little cute basket together or, you know, put your stuff in a little ottoman or something and just kind of prep the night before for your quiet time with God. Put put your prayer binder in there, your journal, your highlighters, all that stuff. Have it in one spot so that you're not scrambling in the morning. And so I also encourage people to find your favorite spot in your house to spend with you and God. Like, so try to get out of the bed because sometimes you'll slip back into a spirit of slumber. <laughs> you'll go back to sleep. So get up, wash your face, go get your favorite cup of tea, and curl up with your favorite blanket 30 minutes before you start your morning routine and just go deeper with God. So a few resources that I use for reading. Um, they have a Bible app. This app has amazing plans that are super relevant, super fresh, that you can even do with your friends for accountability. They have like a feature where you can add people and you can kind of review what you learned throughout that um, day. Um, and I also go and buy devotional books. Um, Target has great ones. Barnes and Nobles has great ones. Just go and browse and just read through a few and see what you find. Also, sometimes in conjunction with using one of those tools, if I'm really dealing with something heavy, I Google scriptures about the things that I'm walking through. That's how the word becomes life to you, right? When you can actually see what you're walking through in that season. So for instance, if money was tight this month and I feel anxiety rising, I'll look up scriptures on being anxious. And, and scriptures on God providing and his provision. And so literally, I'll just type that in Google and write out the scriptures, maybe on index cards or something, just to meditate on and pray through all throughout the day. Now, this last part is something that I'm trying to put into play. And to be real with y'all, it's been tough just because of my schedule. But I so badly want to start and end my day with God. And so at the end of the night, literally in bed, I'm challenging myself to grab my journal and just reflect on the goodness of Jesus all day. And I do this activity called count the fruit. And so no matter if it was a good day or a character building day, <laughs> I don't like to call it a bad day. So I call it a character building day. If we look close enough, there was some fruit somewhere. Like God's goodness is laced throughout our day and it's our job to be aware of it. So I list out the good of my day and I pray. Like I said, I'm still adjusting my schedule to this, but it's a priority to me. So I got to discipline myself to do it. That means I might have to turn off the TV a little earlier. I might have to shut down social media, but that's something I'm willing to do. And so if things happen and you don't get to the quiet time, 
whether it's in the morning or the evening, remember, guilt off, grace on. The enemy is the one who condemns. God reminds. Remember, the enemy condemns. God reminds. Don't beat yourself up. Just do that. Just do it in the moment. Like, whenever you think that you forgot, just do it in the moment. Well, you realize you forgot. <laughs> Remember, you are praying throughout your day as well. So jotting things down in your journal. You know, if you can't be alone and you can't verbally pray aloud, just jot things out in your journal. Like your journals and even your tears, they also serve as prayers. So one thing that I know for a fact is that God has called me to marriage. He's called me to mommyhood. And so I love helping to influence women who serve in both of these roles to be mommies and wives who both pray and slay. And so I always encourage women, let your people see you have your quiet time. Like let them see you steal away to get on your knees and war for them. Let them walk in on you praying on their behalf. Like, I pray that one of the greatest memories that my son and my future husband and my other future babies have of me is them walking up on me in my bedroom, kneel down before my God. Like, if you kneel before him, you can stand before anyone. So I pray that they see me getting my strategies, and I pray that they see me warring for them. Let your people see that process. Don't shut the kids out of the room when you're reading. I know sometimes you want to do it by yourself. That's why I said do it in the morning by yourself. But throughout the day or like in the evening, invite them in and let them ask questions. Like that's how you teach your babies. That's how you disciple them. And one thing that I love to do is when Caden, who's my seven-year-old, when he's sleeping, instead of just waking him up in the morning, if I have a little extra time, sometimes I kind of snuggle in the bed beside him and I just kind of read scripture over him. Um, I pick a Psalms or something like that just to encourage him and wake him up so that he can be strong that day. And he wakes up to that sound. He wakes up to me saying, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Like he wakes up to that. And I absolutely love it. And so I want him to have those memories. And lastly, I said lastly before, like two, two, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> but lastly... <laughs> In my home, there are prayer points that I use to pray through um, in different areas of my house. Um, so like, for instance, downstairs in the common area of my house, like in the living room area, I pray that that would be a place where people would gather and be healed and have fun. I pray that like the entertainment and the things that we watch are things that are edifying to God and just things that breed creativity and just his glory. So like different areas of my home, I pray specific prayers in. And so if you want to, I'm more than willing to share them with you guys. If you email wellwomaninfo at gmail.com, I can shoot them over to you. Just a Word document, and you can kind of have them to post up in your house, or you can have them to like write on index cards so that you can just kind of pray them as you walk through your house whenever you need to. Um, I don't do this every day, but I'm trying to at least do it like once a week. Um, and I kind of know the prayers by heart now, but... Just taking that time to pray over your home, even if it's in um, like Saturday morning, you know, before everyone gets up, just kind of walking through with your cup of tea, just interceding on your family's behalf and just praying in the atmosphere of your home to set the atmosphere. And so I just um, I'm more than willing to, to share that with you. I'm going to make sure that one of your vibes for this year as a well woman is intentional prayer. Like, I believe that if we get intentional about praying, that we are going to get something 
like amazing. Like we're going to set something off in the spirit that makes hell nervous and most importantly, that makes God proud. And so we're going to cause God to move quickly on our behalf and we're going to see his glory in our lives. I just believe that. And I want it. I want all of it. And so this year, more than anything, I want to be a woman who wars in prayer. And I really, really pray that you want the same. So let's pray. Father God, I thank you for every single woman who is under the sound of my voice. I thank you, Lord, that even now you are convicting hearts and you're causing us to have a desire to pray and to commune with you even more. God, help us to do just that. Help us to be anxious for nothing but to pray about everything. God, help us to not put our wisdom on things or in things that we go through, but help us to seek you for wisdom, oh God. Your word says that it is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the glory of kings to search out a matter. So God, give us a hunger to search. Give us a desire to search. Give us a desire and a thirst to search for you and to commune with you and to communicate with you, oh God. Help us to have your wisdom and to be women who pray and who are hungry for your wisdom. God, help us to war, not with our hands and not with our mouths out of emotion, but instead with our prayers. Lord, help us to be women of substance who carry your glory and your anointing into every situation and every room that we enter, oh God. You are calling us higher and you're calling us deeper into relationship with you. And so God, today we accept the invitation. We are excited to commune with you, Lord. Our ears are open. Say what you need to say. God, we are ready. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. Listen, I pray that this word is settling in your heart. I pray that you open your ears both spiritually and naturally to what God is saying to you and that you create spaces of quietness and stillness all throughout your day to hear him speak back to you. As always, thank you so much for listening. And if you would like to connect with me, you can shoot me an email at wellwomaninfo at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. I pray that you have a nice warm day and I will talk to y'all next week right here at The Well. It is Well Talk Monday, and I'm excited that you decided to tune in and meet me at the well, the well, the well. What am I going to talk about? And God again said, ask the people. The well, the well. I want to see y'all win. I want to see y'all well. God is going to use this platform and this space to address different things that our culture needs a fresh, godly answer about.